Let go of the rope or be dragged. It's an old Zen proverb that refers to holding on tight, too tight to something and struggling to let go of something that's really tough to hold on to. I think about when you water ski and you're kind of learning to water ski and you're holding on to the tow rope and you're just, you know, when you slip, you have to let go of that rope or you're going to be dragged. You're going to be drug all over that lake. Also in tug of war, in a game of tug of war, when the other team is obviously winning, you have to let go of that rope. I mean, it's visually interesting to think of it, or you will be drug. So today I'm going to talk with Mark. Mark and I are going to have a chat about this, and he's going to talk a little bit about his professional and personal experiences of surrender or letting go. Thanks for joining me, Mark. Yeah, hi. Hi. <laughs> so I was excited when I heard about this topic because this letting go concept is something that I use and work with on a daily basis in my life, personally and professionally. So I'll talk about first how I use it at work, but I have a my own, you know, small business and my business, I mean, my whole plan from the beginning was to grow, you know, the business into a large business. So, so when you started, it was just you, you and a guy or just you? Yeah, just me and one guy. Yeah. Yep. And, um... So, but, so at first I did kind of everything. I was everywhere all the time. If something was happening in my business, I was there doing it. Um, so like what, for example? Well, I did, you know, all the work. Every project was done by me and my helper and yeah. you know, every lawn that was mowed or every maintenance job too was done by me and yeah. my helper. Right. So I controlled the quality and the way the customer, you know, contact happened and, you know, the way the contact with the community and everything. It was all me and I did it a certain way. Mm -hmm. and, and that was 20 years ago this, this year that you did that. So you and a guy. Right. Right. But as the business grew, you know, I got to a point where I had to start, you know, we were doing more work than I could do by myself. So I had to start allowing other people to do the work on, not under my direct supervision. That's hard. And, and, and I found that to be, yeah. So did difficult. you have a, a time where it was difficult and it was like really straining and distressing to let go? Or you well, tried to well, hold on? Well, it, it always is. I mean, it's still on a daily basis. That's the thing. It's, it's oh. a daily kind of like a one day at a time thing, you know, but so. Yeah, like a daily commitment, a recommitment of it. I guess the moment when, it, when I first became really aware of it was when I had a guy who I knew knew how to do everything that we do at work. Yeah. And he was a guy that had been with me from the start and he stayed with me for a long, long time. So he was starting to do projects on his own and I was getting so busy that I was off doing sales, you know, yeah. full time. And I was only able to drop in on his jobs once or twice throughout the day, beginning and end or yeah. something like that, say. So, and what I would see when I showed up on those jobs was not what I would do oh. if I was doing it. Oh man. And I would cringe. Um, and I would think, you know, my first thought was, oh my God, we got to start over. You know, this oh. isn't going to fly with the customer. But then I would ask, well, have you talked with the customer? Is the customer okay with this? Yes. And, you know, he would say, yeah, everything's great. Wow. They're happy. Wow. So I, I just started practicing this technique where I would show up, I would be unhappy with what I saw, although I'd think about it and realize that 
this is, you know, and I don't like to use the term good enough, but this is, this is good. Yeah. And the customer is 100% satisfied and happy. Yeah. And well, then that's good enough. It doesn't have to be you know, over controlled and yeah. So you realize you had to let go of the rope or be dragged. Right. And the being dragged would be your worry and you're trying to control it and trying to hold on to every detail of having it your way. Yeah, hanging on too tight would mean stifling the growth of my company. And I wasn't interested in doing that. Right. So you had to make that decision. Right. So I practice this every day, still to this day, every single time I see what my other people are doing, you know, I'm letting go. And I also teach this and it's interesting because now I have like a second generation yeah. of letting go. It's me, but I have I see my managers and my crew leaders strangling the growth of their own crew. Yeah. Because they're doing the same thing. The people under them aren't doing it up to their standard and they just want to control it. So but what kind I of, teach them. I so teach you, them to let go. Yeah, it's that advice you're teaching them. So and now you have how many employees after twenty years you have twenty. Twenty employees, twenty years. So you're doing it right. Awesome. So that's professionally. So personally, you mentioned too, you had something that you wanted to talk about. Yeah. So again, this letting go thing, it's a big part of my life and I use it personally too. Um, So as a father, especially, you know, I'm aware of this whole thing. The first thing I think about, one of the first things when I think about being a dad or what dads are, but dads are those guys who, you know, come in complaining about the lights being left on and the doors being left open and the water being left running and things like that. And I, I have made the choice right from the beginning that I wasn't going to be that type of a dad. I was going to just not worry about those things because I could worry to death about those things. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I could probably, you know, save a few dollars or maybe a <laughs> boatload of dollars in my yeah. lifetime raising yeah. kids by turning the lights off. But I would also probably lose that relationship with my family by yeah by doing that so so you're saving you're not saving money but you're saving a relationship or two along the way and that that kind of uh rapport with your kids and that whatever that is that feeling and again it's a daily decision to let it go and I believe that by doing that and be, by being able to do that, I gain, I just gain tremendous amounts of positive in my life. And, and then also, so I see on a regular basis, people all around me and not everybody, but lots of people all around me all the time, not letting go, yeah, controlling it and yes. choosing to strangle it instead of let go. Yeah. And I think it's just the difference between happiness and sadness or success and failure. I think it's a key element. And don't you think on the other side of that letting go is literally life is waiting for you. It's, it's, a, it's, ha- I mean, if you could define happiness, it's one of those happy times that you just feel a relief and, uh, the weight off of you. Yeah. I believe it's growth. Yeah. Every time true. you let go, you're growing actually. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. And like for me, I remember having this talk with with you when I early in my social work career, social work career with a a client. Not to give too many details away, but you and I were riding bikes, and I was like really distressed about this client, and I like I needed to change this client because he he had a physical ailment in his face, and I needed to help him, and I needed to change him, and and we stopped. You made me stop and get off the bike and say, 
you're not going to change him. <laughs> Let go of the rope or be dragged. Like it, it was something I needed to hear. And it's like maybe with your experience in your business and the, and the work you've done, I mean, really, you do social work, you do psychology and you're, you know, owning a business and running it. And so it was really nice for me to kind of and I did. I let go of that rope. And what I did in my office then, I got to work and I put that on my wall. So when the person was sitting there behind them on the wall said, let go of the rope or be dragged. So it reminded me on a daily basis because I noticed, like you said, it, it wasn't just a one-time decision. It's a kind of a recommitment almost every day on many things because as a social worker, you can't, it's kind of rare in a way, I hate to say it like that, that someone's going to do exactly what you want. Everyone has different life experiences in their past you know and the life I see for them isn't the life that they particularly see for them so it's them again it's me evolving and maturing as a as a social worker but that conversation was really helpful for me so um, that's why I wanted to do this podcast too and just like again there's so many little things you can let go of we moved to a place with a gravel road and I let go of the fact that my car will never be clean again. And it was a choice. And it's a great feeling to let go of that. I'm like, ah, I'm never going to wash my car again. (laughs) I've washed it once in a year since we've moved to this. It's also a Jeep and it's sacrilegious (laughs) to wash a Jeep. (laughs) It's like against Jeep policy. Sure. True. You're right. Um, Personally too, I used to make dinner like almost every night. And if I didn't make it, I'd have leftovers. And it was something that I prided myself on. It was my thing. Not any, Mark, you did never made me feel like I had to make dinner, ever. My kids never made me feel like I had to make dinner, but it was something that I just did. I felt like it was part of my deal as a mom. And there was a time where I was just distressing about it and stressing so much about it. And I mean, you had said many times, just don't make dinner anymore just stop, you know, and I wasn't ready to hear that then. But then my oldest one day I was making chili and I was, you know, and he said something that, you know, you just want to like smack a kid sometimes, but you don't. He said, I don't want any of that bean water. And oh my God. So I made that. Now we have a new name for your chili. Yeah, bean water. But you've never made since that (laughs) day. I have not made it since that day. So I needed to hear that. That's what made me ready. And I let go of that rope. And it's been wonderful on the other side of making dinner every damn night. Now, what I did today, I made some chicken salad and a quiche and whatever. It's what I wanted to do. And it was like, whatever. So I'm making food and I'm really enjoying it again. And it's been nice. I let go of that rope. So if you're kind of thinking at this point, how do I let go? Because letting go is such a... It's such a big, weird concept, I think. And it's kind of like when someone says, relax. No one in the history of someone saying, relax, did anyone then relax. So I'm telling you, I'm going to give you some steps. So basically, number one, there's three steps. Number one, recognize it. So again, Mark said he recognized it when the kids were little. I think, when did you recognize that with the kids? Like right when they were born, you wanted to do that? Like, I'm not going to be that kind of dad? Yeah, I guess I saw it coming. You did? Yeah. So I didn't ever have to go there and then yeah. un-go there. But okay, that's good. It's still a conscious decision Yeah. every single time I walk in the house and yeah. all the lights are on and all the doors are open. <laughs> okay. So you recognized it. So number one, the step is, number one, recognize it. Two, um, try to loosen your grip a little bit. If you loosen your grip a little bit and see how that feels, sometimes that helps the letting go process. 
Um, what I could have done is just like made dinner every other night or like, you know, twice a week instead of not ever again. Um, Cause sometimes that helps, but sometimes you're letting go so hard. You have to, or you're holding on so hard. You have to just let go. And number three is find humor in it because on the other side of all this is funny. It's just funny. I mean, we're laughing about this, and I think that's the point is find humor in the fact that we think we control stuff, us humans, but we really don't. We really don't control anything, you know, depending on what you believe. But um, so that's what I have to say about surrender and letting go. And thank you, Mark, for participating and being here for me today.